Welcome back to the Quiet On Set podcast. I'm your host, Jürgen Graf, and with me today is Lachlan. Yeah, I'm back. Yay! <laughs> and Kelly. Hi! So, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the 92nd um, Academy Awards that happened last Sunday. And um, before we jump into it, we'll talk about what we've been watching. So, Kelly, what have you been watching? Well, what I've been watching, I just saw Birds of Prey, which we're going to be recording an episode about. I haven't been watching a lot of movies because I haven't had the time. My brother was visiting me. So we were uh, watching a lot of the Comedy Central roasts, which, to be honest, I'm very disappointed about. They're not <laughs> as good as the <laughs> nice. as the YouTube compilations. Yeah. That's basically it. That's basically it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, luckily, what about you? Um, yeah, I also saw Birds of Prey, which is probably the last thing I saw in the cinemas. Um, I've been meaning to see Sonic because I'm pretty sure it actually comes out. Actually, no, it comes out tomorrow. So that's why I've got it. I haven't seen that yet. Um, yeah, but I just did 12th. my... Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I exactly. just did another rewatch of one of my favorite movies, which is Drive. I like watch it almost yearly. Um... Other than that, uh, I finally saw The Lighthouse. Finally saw The Lighthouse. Uh, yes. Because I live in Australia and it hasn't been out, uh, but finally saw it and I can completely, like, I completely understand what everyone was going on about, honestly. Like, that was an insane movie, literally. Um, and I think the last film that I watched was actually uh, Monos, which you and uh, you've been wanting to watch. I got my hands on it. Yes, I... I well, it doesn't come out for another few months um, here, but I managed to get myself, uh, like, I managed to get my hands on a screener of it, so I'll be watching that soon. But um, nice. yeah, for that, for what I've been watching, um, I've what I've been reading. <laughs> we'll count that as watching as well, I guess. In that case, I've been reading a whole bunch of the um, the Oscar-nominated screenplays. Um, I got around to finish The Irishman and Marriage Story and Parasite. Well, spoiler alert, all right, everyone knows now, but he won the, the Oscar for original um, screenplay. And it's actually, yeah, it's really good. For me, it's like a tie between that and um, Marriage Story, both really good screenplays. And um, yeah, I managed to catch up on all Oscar-nominated film, films, like all 53 of them. Um, yeah, I did that. <laughs> That, and, that um, deserves a round of applause, honestly. Like, it's watching everything. You. That's documentaries, that's short films, that's uh, feature films. That's that's everything, man, isn't it? That's 53 films, yeah. <laughs> well, did you I don't put know yourself through Bombshell? Sorry? Did you put yourself through Bombshell as well? I put myself through the entirety of Bombshell as well. It wasn't the, the worst film I saw. The worst thing, film I saw out of all of them was Breakthrough. That... Shit was terrible. Mm, really? <laughs> that was the worst film I've seen in a long time, which that was Ooh. like the Christian ad um, movie Claws that was nominated for a song. Well, it was oh, okay. about... Um, it was about a boy who like fell into like uh, a frozen lake. It, he fell through and then he was in a coma for half the movie and then f with the power of God and song and to quote my letterbox review, auto-tune, um, they were able to save him. <laughs> it was the cheesiest thing I've seen. And it was, it was a Disney movie so as great. well. Yeah. Disney movie. Yeah, it was a Disney movie. I mean, everything is nowadays a Disney movie. Uh, yeah, I but, guess. <laughs> 
Yeah, but if I've seen all of these, then I um like new releases. I've seen watch Bad Boys for Life and Do Little, Horse Girl, um, a Swiss movie called Blood Spitz Baby, uh, which I, I don't know. Ooh. It's like Needle Park Baby, I think in in English, yeah. and uh, the documentary you, about Taylor Swift Miss Americana. Did you like it though, Blood Spitz Baby? Uh, I'm, I saw- I'm working on my review right now. Oh no! <laughs> well, yeah, I've also started um a review on my website, which. Uh, Shout out, Pluck Pluck. Go check that out. I'm working on the review for um, Plutch Bits Baby at the moment. But, um, yeah, it's not my favorite thing. Uh, but <laughs> if you're interested in that, I guess in specifically Swiss movies, then you can read about it on the website. Yeah, my favorite thing to say for what it is, for what it's trying to be, it's actually okay. It's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's okay. It's like, yeah. it's nothing new. It's really American, but yeah. yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I have a question so, for you. Sorry, I have a yeah, question. You have for a you. question for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Shoot, the Marriage Story as a screenplay. Actually, I got two questions. Marriage Story as a screenplay. Did you did you enjoy that? Yes, because I've, I've been meaning to. Loved it. I've been meaning to read it. Uh, just because I've heard a lot of good things about it. Well, Steve, the Parasite was translated to English, and I that was like, that's my second question, right? So it was you. I don't know. It was kind of obvious that stuff was translated and it didn't translate. Like, I don't know. You, you wouldn't call it like really well phrased and, and artful. And Marriage Story is just, uh, it's beautifully written and it's so specific and you can see everything like coming together in, in, in like, uh, I don't know, the way he describes it. And in Parasite, it's a lot of uh, <laughs> it's a lot of names that are being mentioned, and I was kind yeah. of confused because uh, I don't know I'm not too good with Korean names to like keep them apart. Um, so it was a little bit more challenging to keep like to keep on track of what's going on. But mar- a marriage story, like for everyone, go read it. It's it's um it's a masterclass in in uh, screenwriting. It's really good. So basically, well, what yeah. you're trying to say is is that it got lost in translation, I guess. Uh, well, well it, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's still a really That's good That's one of my favorite though. movies. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, to, to wrap up to what we've been watching, actually, I, I, I've been still catching up on 2019 movies. Um, I'm watching a bunch of really bad movies just so I can extend my list of stuff that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, w- because I don't believe that, like, at the end of a year, uh, you can't make... A proper like top 10 list because a lot of stuff do- doesn't even get distribution until like i don't know sometimes unless you're in america the year after so um yeah um so i'm still watching 2019 movies from time to time and all right let's get into the meat of the story uh <laughs> the meat of this episode i guess uh which is the oscars so uh what are y'all's favorite moments eminem <laughs> <laughs> Eminem, Eminem, See? man, that yeah, was talk that about was, it. Oh man, that was just that was just some crazy shit, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I understand. Obviously, he didn't get to perform his song. What was it? Eighteen years ago, when it got when it won. Um, yeah. And now he's finally get to perform at the Oscars. Wow, eighteen years later, he didn't. He couldn't have done it earlier. Um, I honestly, he could have done it in his prime. He's doing it at his kind of, I don't want to say downfall, but his recent stuff hasn't been incredible other other than maybe, uh, this is a movie Venom. podcast, not a, not a, not a <laughs> Venom. <laughs> no, I was going to say he's like, uh, his uh, diss tracks, they were pretty decent, but um, yeah. no, like in terms of like the, 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 the best part was probably the cringiest moments and that's any time 
Eminem for one. And anytime there was a presenter presenting a presenter, sorry, but that's just <laughs> that was that's yeah. just so yeah. dumb. True, <laughs> it's really funny. Ah, uh, um, yeah, that's uh, my thoughts. <laughs> What's your favorite moment? I'm not even sure if I had a favorite moment. To be honest, I guess <laughs> I, I guess when it was over. <laughs> well, well, almost. I think. I think I cried once. I'm I'm really emotional. I'm a really yeah, emotional yeah. person. So when, uh, what's the what's her name? The the woman at the end with the red dress. The uh, last. Oh, uh, Renee Salviger. No, the last presenter. Um, I don't even remember. She's she's a legend. Anyway, she was standing. Or she's the one who presented best picture. When he when ah, she, when she yep. was like, she looked up and she was like. <laughs> Parasite. <laughs> this I is started, history, guys. I started crying. I'm not like I. Yeah. I think that was probably the best for me. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah, I mean, it was similar for me. Every time Parasite won something, I was like, ah, oh, I, I did like, not yes. expect it. I did not expect it, but it, I guess it's happening. And then, um, yeah, usually an indicator for like what's going to win win Best Picture is either one of the screenplay awards or the best director, and it yeah. got both. Mm-hmm. So I was really surprised when Sam Mendes didn't get best director. Um, so that was probably my favorite moment because I was like, this is getting screenplay and director. This is getting picture. Mm. I was like, oh, oh, for sure. And, um, probably my, I didn't see moment. it coming though. I, 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 yeah. I was surprised. It's a really uh, good it, underdog story. Like it's like a, like yeah. a, mm-hmm. like, like Parasite went in having no, I wouldn't say no chance. It definitely had a chance within the film uh underground people 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 like indie film uh cinemas in australia were screening it and there was only a few mainstream cinemas who screened it um so like anyone who loved film was rooting for parasite and then you know they've come in maybe they'll get maybe the one or two oscars at least best foreign film and then they get you know four and the and the big one of the night which is incredible and they they only got big Oscars like they didn't get technical stuff like 1917 because 1917 I think it got sound mixing I think or editing I think I think mixing it got and, mixing yeah and it, it got um what did it also get like uh edit, not cinematography. cinematography cinematography that was kind of obvious and visual effects and yeah and visual effects which is I don't know like, <laughs> but <what>? um <laughs> yeah I mean there's a lot of hidden visual effects in there and the, the academy usually tends to give those awards to that like mm-hmm. the last award that was a visual effects award that was given to a superhero movie was spider-man 2 since then it hasn't like it's been like i don't know like more war movies and stuff like that so um yeah i mean i guess yeah parasite is the big winner of the night um i just feel yeah. so happy for bang joon ho yeah yeah that, I mean, the poor guy, he was like, oh, I'm going to go drink now. I can relax. And then they keep <laughs> calling him up. He's like, he's like going from winning an award, going backstage to give an interview to back on the stage. Yeah. And that like four times. Probably like going backstage like, yeah, shots on me. And then he goes back to the crowd and she's like, oh, here's another one. Okay, more shots. <laughs> just, just give me another one. Oh, no, well, one of, one of the, the nicest like purest moments was when he got on stage uh for the best uh screenplay the first one that he won original screenplay and he was just standing there looking at the award like in full awe of what what's happening yeah. this really just happened and it was so, so pure and so like i don't know I, did I you see the pictures or the video of him getting the uh the statues the statues the the oscars engraved 
Oh, when when it's when he was so like the six Oscars standing there, yes. and he was like, "Which one's your favorite?" She's like, "I oh, probably this one." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I'm <laughs> so sorry that you have so much work to do." <laughs> oh, so uh, I don't know how I'll get uh, how I'll get these through customs. And, yeah. and when he made the two Oscars kiss, hmm? did you see that picture? I didn't know. He took the two Oscars and he made <laughs> them kiss each other. Oh, so he's cute. The he, man he was alive. just like. He did what everyone was wanting to do if they ever won two Oscars, just get them and hold yes. them up to each other and make them out. <laughs> That's so nice. I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, what what he's doing next. Like, it, it probably won't be on the level of, like, Parasite, but yeah. I, I really enjoy his other films, Um, like, especially his his Korean films, the ones that I've seen, um, like Memories of a of a Murder and um, Mother I've seen. Um, those two are really good. So, yeah. Looking forward to what he's got in store next. Um, then other big winners were for the Ferrari, I guess, because they took home um, two awards. Like Parasite took home four. Then there was a couple of um, movies that took home like two. And 1917 mm. were three. Ford v Ferrari won two technical ones. Uh, they won editing and I think sound editing. Sound editing. Um, so they still cut, like, they got more than Little Women, they got more than Marriage Story, uh, yeah, and they got more than Irishman, because Irishman didn't get any, like, yeah, had 10 nominations, did not get anything. I mean, Joker got 11 and won two, so. I guess, but I'm, not, I'm happy about better. that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> no, it got two. Joker got two. Yeah. See, oh, I think it's funny, because, like, two. the Irishman oh, was the, Irishman was the one that had you know, it was it was a strong year in all the categories. You ha- you you couldn't really pick like a definite winner, other than maybe like for example, you know, uh, Joaquin Phoenix getting Best Actor. Like that was just a yep. given. With with the ones that the Irishman was in, like I I kind of I'm pretty sure I put the Irishman down for Best Visual Effects just because they were doing, you know, uh, they were doing de aging without any tracking dots or anything like that. So that's a big work and a and, and I think it was a new technology they were doing as well. Uh, over something like Endgame, which was using technology that they've been doing since, you know, what Planet Planet of the Apes and full CG sets. So it's yeah. it's, it's kind of sad to see Scorsese not getting anything because he's a he's a he's a funny man. Uh, he's a he's a good dude, but um, he did get the the standing ovation of the night, didn't he? Uh, he did get a standing ovation, yeah, from from Bong Joon Ho. Which I thought was a really sweet moment as well. Uh, I don't know if he, was it was it when um, during his director's best director spe- speech, I think. Uh, um, it, it's during one of them, but either. yeah, I, th- I think he did one for, and he also like mentioned um, Tarantino, and it was really fun when he mentioned Sam Mendes and um, Todd Phillips because obviously <laughs> they didn't mean the same thing to him, and just like two quick cuts to uh, to like uh, them. I was so disappointed that little women, like any time I saw, especially uh, Saoirse Ronan. Oh man, I love her. She is just, she's so great. And she was, little women was nominated for so many things. And wait, no, that, no, that wasn't. It was like costume design, six. which it, like which six. it got. And yeah. it was like best actress. Yeah, best actress. And it was um, best adapted screenplay. You actually, you know what I really wanted to get? Best cinematography, the lighthouse. Yeah. If if I if I think about it, they're like the only impressive thing about nineteen seventeen is really its one shot 
whole the whole thing's one shot and with with an asterisk it does cut at one point yeah see like i don't know the way it was advertised it was advertised as a one shot movie it, uh, it is know, as, it as technically like a one is take movie um but like the longest take is like i don't know like seven or nine minutes they they, they frequently cut like even 20 seconds after 20 seconds or something like that well like so, it's, it's it's meant to it's, it's meant to mimic the idea that it's a one take like, yeah, like it's, an, it's, it's impossible it's to do a two-hour long take yeah but i i don't know I, in, in in my mind it's just kind of a real-time movie it's not a one-take movie because the cuts are kind of obvious and there's like spoiler alerts there's one obvious cut yeah there's actually <laughs> like a cut in the movie where it's just like blank for a couple of hours so i don't know yeah i i mean uh, for a lot of people, it's like their favorite film of 2019, which uh, I can understand if you're into war movies and that's kind of your thing. Like I, I liked actually liked them quite a bit as well, but for me, it just didn't do it as like same as you, Lachlan. I c- couldn't really connect with the characters, and I also felt like it didn't really help the the story in a way. Like it didn't make me more immersed into the the characters' like paths. And it was at the end of the day, it was like a really basic war movie, so with a war movie with like a lot of uh, conveniences and stuff like that. Like I don't know, nothing original other than the, the one take. Technically on speaking, it. it is it is is incredible. Technically speaking, yeah, definitely the VFX. Yeah. The VFX is really well done. Obviously, because it's a lot of hidden stuff, as you said before. Cinematography is just out of this world. It is Roger Deakins we are talking about. Um, I would agree with the sound mixing. It is a war movie, so it definitely has. Um, you know, sound plays a big part of that, and I, and and the main reason I like I, I I like the film. I really do love the film. I think it's incredible that they did this. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Birdman, Revenant, all those one shot esque movies, long take esque yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. But with this film, uh, like it's with most war dramas, you know, Saving Private Ryan, things like that. You you want to be emotionally invested, and one way of doing that is by having scenes where you uh, like sort of one-on-ones and you can have a lot of one-on-one scenes or just scenes where I, it's hard to it's really hard to explain what I'm trying to say because it's 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 more of the emotion that you want in a war film and this is a more yep. of a technical war film and that's why I think it doesn't have the impact that Saving Private Ryan does and that's the one I'm going yeah, for definitely. or something like Dunkirk Dunkirk has a lot of uh good little intimate moments that you have with characters um the best example I can give of 1917 is that you get like three bits of dialogue because obviously it doesn't cut about this guy, this guy that they're going to who, and apparently he's a, he's a bit of a dick and you have to have all these people around him to, to verify that they're going to call off the attack. Cause if there's no one around him, he'll just rip up the paper and say it never happened. He wants, he, he wants the fight. You get there. Yeah. And the guy turns around. It's, it's, it's Benedict Cumberbatch spoilers turns around and, and he's just like, you need to call off the attack, and he goes, well, "Okay, like, <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> like, you know, he, he does yeah. like he does say, oh no, turn around, go away, you have you have no authority,' and he hands him the piece of paper, blah 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 blah. But we don't, you know, if if we cut to him in a traditional movie sense, he had a scene where he was like sent, like if we had a flashback scene to him sending another troop out, and you know they all got killed, and you know you would have that, you would understand, you'd feel that because you've watched it where. With mm-hmm. this one, you you don't you just hear that he's a bit of a dick, 
So yeah, um, that it's it's the fact that 1917 didn't really have intimate scenes. It often just goes from fast paced action to slow paced action. And, and and don't get me wrong, cu- not cutting away is impressive, and it really does immerse you. But emotionally, I wasn't invested. Yeah, I mean, definitely, I I think as well. Like it would have benefited maybe cutting to Benedict Cumberbatch's character, like I don't know, mm. like once or twice. Uh, to flesh him out a little bit more and, I don't know, give that last scene a little bit more of a meaning to it. And that's just, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess we'll attack tomorrow again. Um, yeah. Well, my short opinion on 1917, I really <laughs> liked it as well. Yeah. Um, I think it, it for Sam Mendes, it wasn't, even maybe supposed to be like this great thing. I think it was more of a challenge for him personally because from the interviews that I watched, he was really struggling with what he should do next. So when he had the idea of a one-shot, he just kind of really wanted to do a one-shot movie. So... And he and he nails sure it. He, he actually he, yeah. he nails the one shot. He de- nails it technically. He nails and obviously, it. I'm not even. This is I'm the struggle sure with one shots. Yeah, I'm not even sure if he like thought about the other aspects of the movie as much as just the one shot. That that was like what he wanted to achieve. Yeah, I mean, yeah. probably if you're in a set and that's that's um, what you're working with, I think you're probably pretty preoccupied with. The stress yeah. of like doing that because it's like it's a lot of coordination. It's yeah, like it's a technical masterpiece, which I think it deserves uh, the free Oscars that it got. Uh, although I would have liked to see Irishman win at least one. Um, mm-hmm. That's the one that I uh, was predicting as well for it to win um, to get like visual effects at least because it's so because it was quite revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, what else do we got? Uh, <laughs> Joker got. Um, Two wins, um, <laughs> best actor with Joaquin Phoenix and best um, score. So yeah, I'm happy with that. Like deserves both of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, deserves both of them. Yeah, I had a great score. I personally really loved the Little Women score and Married Story as well. Mm. Um, but I mean, yeah, Joker had a great score. Probably one of the best things going for it. Um, and yeah, let's talk about the. I guess a little bit about the performances. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> where should we, we had, start? Well, we had the opening one by Chanel uh, Monet, right? Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah, and in 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 that performance, they paid a little bit of homage to uh, "Won't You Be My Neighbor." Uh, the, 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 yeah, yeah "Won't You Be My Neighbor." I think she started off with that song, "Midsummer," and was there any other references? Just a mm-hmm. bunch of movies that basically should have yeah. been there as, well, no, I've, well, just Midsommar <laughs> should have at least been nominated. I don't yeah, care about what you be my neighbor. That was fine. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think? Think about that. Wasn't she singing about how the Oscars are so white or something? I think there was something about that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, oh, and she was, and she was dressed as, um, or maybe it wasn't her dressed as, as Dolomite. Cause that's where the other one that wasn't nominated was. Uh, yes. Dolomite is my yes. name. That's the other yeah. one that they were referencing. Cause like um, singing about Oscars being so white, and like right after that, they were making jokes about the Oscars being exactly. so white. And then the people in the like, audience were laughing. It's like you're the ones deciding yeah. this. Like why are you laughing? <laughs> She's making fun <laughs> of you. <laughs> I don't know. It's such, such a bizarre moment, and it, it basically felt like oh, it's kind of a course correction. Like yeah, guys, we know we messed up, but <laughs> we're making yeah. fun of it, so it's okay. 
The question is, know. how do you get to the academy? Do you just every winner gets to be in the academy, or are you invited? Well, no. Tom, Tom Holland, for example, is a member of the academy. Because, like, if you are invited as a winner to the academy, there haven't been a lot of African American and Black people winning. So I'm guessing that the academy just doesn't have that much representation for well, the it's, minorities it's mainly um it's mainly male and it's mainly like i don't know 50 or 60 plus or something like that i don't know the <laughs> the like specific statistics but it's uh i think it's plus six, 65 plus percent is like old white male yeah. um which is like if you if you're part of the industry at some point i guess you get invited and i think it's around 1500 members if i'm correct i don't, I don't actually know yeah. but i think it's around that number number and um one of the criteria is that i think you have to be part of a production in the last like five or maybe i don't know maybe like 10 years or something like that you have mm -hmm. to still be kind of active in the industry and so uh yeah i don't know so that's See, it's, i'm pretty sure it's i'm actually no i think it's very different to that actually is are we talking is about it? like the academy like the academy of motion pictures or are we talking like like the a guild well no no not to go well the one once that vote on because um, I'm pretty sure the academy is like a like a um the like it's a like to be a member you have to be nominated by someone who's in the academy. Ah, yeah, that would actually make sense, I guess. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think I remember reading it somewhere. It's like you have to be like there has to be someone in there who has to nominate you, or maybe two people have to nominate you to be considered. Um, Oof. or I think maybe if you've you know like. You've you've done a lot of stuff for the art of motion picture, like you've yeah. changed the way films could be, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, a thousand like fifteen hundred people is not that much considering it spans a lot of like older people mm -hmm. um, that have been in the industry for a long time. Old people, nice. <laughs> Old people, man. <laughs> Boomers voting. I I think also. Well, I think a lot of the uh like the bits in between were really catered towards uh like a older male demographic i, I don't i've for some in, like it didn't make me laugh a single i was just cringing the whole time like i don't know i, I don't remember the performances? a single bit um no not to oh sorry i kind of skipped i was gonna there. say like, like elton john's performance was definitely made for middle-aged men who were definitely straight like that that <laughs> performance was definitely catered towards no, that no. audience no i mean the bits all the bits in between but no yeah, yeah. i think one of the highlights was actually Elton john's uh performance yeah. it was really nice um what about that frozen one though <laughs> oh oh god <laughs> it so was a nice like, it was a nice idea let's be real yeah. it yeah. was a nice idea it was sweet that they did it i think the execution was kind of off yeah um, well yeah but some of the singers like, were also a bit off sometimes <laughs> i mean it's fine yeah i mean it's a fine For a live Fun show. Fun thing to connect. Yeah. What was it? Idina Manzel, just how it's written or something like that. The the shade. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. When they were... Um, oh, when they were announcing? Yes, when they were announcing Idina Manzel, they said Idina Manzel, just how it, like, exactly how it's written. Because mm -hmm. John Travolta managed to butcher her name a couple of years ago. So it was a big topic ah, then. okay. So this time... They had to clarify that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's a really good singer, but the other yeah. ones, I... 
She's, she's like a Broadway singer. Yeah, she's she's, really she's on Broadway. I think the other singers aren't really up to that level. 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 Yeah. So that's why they... It, it kind of sounded off-ish. Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed the German one because it, it was like... Mm. It's just every... Like every time someone makes a joke about our language, the way it sounds, it's just it was basically the worst moment you could give it give her in uh, during the song. It was just a bunch of like really hard s's and t's it's and so ugly. Really <laughs> how it stood out like out of out of all the other ones. Um, my highlight from the performances was actually Billie Eilish performing yesterday during the memorial yes. um section. I, I I don't know. It was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was a good performance. Yeah. It was it was it was simple. It wasn't overdone, which I think some performances like I wouldn't say that the Eminem one was overdone, but I think that the Eminem one was just when they started like hyping up in the uh, when they were showing all the songs in film, and then it just kept staying. It just stayed on uh, Eminem, and it was just like dun 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 dun, and I was just like, <laughs> oh okay, oh okay, this is happening, isn't it? This is happening, and then all of a sudden it cuts back to it and it's still going, and there's like a band rising from the from the floor, and I'm like, surely not, surely not, and he jumps on stage in, you know, how old is this man now? Like fifty, and he's just like going off, and I'm like, all right this is this is something and then you know halfway through the song he just he just forgets not forgets but just doesn't rap half the lyrics and you can start seeing people (laughs) in the crowd like Billie eilish and i think that i think the better reaction was um uh scorsese just being very confused on what was happening yeah um But no, like like Billie Eilish's performance was just super simple, super sweet, and she's got she's got very talented vocals. Like she's a very talented singer. Um, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it was my second of um, it was my second most liked performance from her that night because I think at some point there were two presenters and um, she just cringed while the camera was on. <laughs> it's the funniest oh, yeah. thing. I don't know. She was just, just reacting that meme time. to every presenter. Like at the Oscars, it's it was perfect. I mean, oh, what we did not talk about, we have to talk about the presenters because there's there's one thing <laughs> that was kind of odd, and I don't know if like it was self-aware, but it's some it was just weird. Uh, when James Corden and Rebel Wilson came oh, out God. in the costume <laughs> to announce the VFX, I get everybody was it was kind of funny. <laughs> what do you think about it? <laughs> there is nothing funnier than self-aware humor. Like there, there is nothing funnier that, than being able to have a laugh at yourself. And I'm pretty sure I read this morning, like I was, I was like when I was browsing on the toilet, like the newsfeed, um, like some VFX artists got really mad that they were just throwing shade at VFX in Cats. And it's, it's not so much they were throwing shade. Like I think they may have made a joke about VFX and Cats getting redone or something. I can't really remember. But like seeing... Like James, like seeing two presenters after the entire night, everyone in like nice suits and dresses. Seeing, first of all, James Corden coming out in, you know, I think he had a top hat on or something on, and then and and Rebel also came out in high heels in a cat outfit. Like they were both in cat outfits, but <laughs> Rebel in high, high, like go Rebel for still wearing high heels. Them <laughs> committing to a joke, and you know that 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 could be really embarrassing for them. Uh, if it just didn't land, like people didn't find it funny, but obviously people found it funny because they just went with it. So if they half-assed it and just didn't commit to being like a joke, it could have it could have flopped. But because they committed to being like being like, yeah, Cats was kind of a kind of a shitty, kind of a weird, kind of a like a psychedelic trip 
of a film. Let's let's just ride the wave that that it is. So yeah, I I give them props honestly. I still have not seen Cats. Has anyone seen Me Cats? Me <laughs> uh, I saw it, but the thing is, I saw it extremely intoxicated, like extremely <laughs> intoxicated. Well, I'll, I'll guess I'll, I'll I'll try and do the same. Just Honestly, man, what you've been it's so great. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess like generally for the entirety of the Oscars, there weren't a lot of like big surprises other than Parasite actually taking mm. home the awards but that was like it was nothing that was out of like was unexpected to an extreme most of the mm. stuff was fairly predictable like all the four actor cat- categories went to the ones that actually have been winning all of award season um like brad pitt won best supporting actor and uh renee zellweger won lead uh joaquin phoenix won supporting and laura De- um no, he won lead as well. And Laura Dent won supporting. So, yeah. You, you Are you, like, happy about that? About most of those uh, those wins? I have, or? I have a question, actually. Yeah. How did Tom Hanks end up in the Best Supporting Actor? Well, the Oscars love him. The Academy loves Tom Hanks. No, no, no. He, he well, was nominated for A Beautiful He's not the main character in the He's not the main character. He's not the main character. He's not the main character. For it's me, about the journalist. Was, he was the main character. Oh, he's a journalist. You follow the journalist. I was kind of confused <laughs> to, to, there. <laughs> the people who haven't seen well, it, th- it's think like, about it, it plays right? out as like same, it's um, the same with Brad Pitt though. If you think about it, yeah. It's like if you it's follow weird. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you follow Brad Pitt mostly through the film. Like you follow him to the like the ranch. You follow him sure. uh, t- to like what's it called uh, to the house to repair the antenna. You know, you, you follow Brad Pitt, but he's a supporting actor. It's Leo is the main actor. That's that's just the way it is. Yeah. I, well, I, I guess it also could be the way that you categorize it because it's like for your consideration, they have a better shot if they sure. like, don't say, oh, those are the two leads. Yeah, um, sure. Because, yeah, the like the lead actor category was actually pretty stacked other than Jonathan. Well, Jonathan Price is fine. Jonathan Price is fine. <laughs> okay, he's we, he's, well, he's actually a really are, good actor. Yeah. We, we all saw The Lighthouse, or I guess partly. Kelly saw like the oh, first no. 20 <laughs> minutes of it. But um, like Robin Pattinson and that is, is great as well. And I mean, Uncut yeah. Gems. My man. <laughs> he didn't win. <laughs> this is not him. how he wins. But uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it was out of, like it was still stacked with Shokin Phoenix and Adam Driver and the two Irishmen that weren't so Irish, but yeah. No, yeah, I completely agree with the fact because I actually I forgot to say I also saw I just recently saw Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler mm-hmm. is incredible in that film. Um, yeah. If if it was Adam Sandler, uh, so if I if like imagine this right, so imagine best actor, but instead of is uh, instead of like. Brad Pitt being supporting. Brad Pitt's also a best actor. Adam Driver's in best actor. Walking Phoenix is in best actor. Then you also add Adam Sandler and Robert Pattinson. That would be such a hard category. Like obviously yeah. the Academy would would side with uh, Joking, yeah. Joker. Like like for, yeah. for like for every day. Like anyone who plays the Joker and does it to that standard is going to get it. You know, I wouldn't say every Joker performance would get Oscar nominated because we had one about, <laughs> what, four years ago? 
<laughs> well, yeah, that was. But it like was tattoos and Jared Leto on steroids. That was. And Jared Leto is a good actor. He can he can perform. Yeah. He can do really well. Um, I just think that he was given a pretty shitty uh, rendition of the Joker. Um, mm. But also, like, like imagine imagine those five actors in Best Actor, like like Robert Pattinson and Adam Sandler. They were both incredible in two indie films. And then Brad Pitt, if he was considered, you know, the main actor in Hollywood, dude, he would have – he he kills it in that film. Um, and obviously, you know, Joaquin is just Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy about Joaquin Phoenix because uh, mm. he's, he's, a, he's a great actor. I – probably my favorite role of his is in Her, probably. Like, yeah, I, I it's a good performance. one. Um, I really like so him. I'm, in, I'm happy um, you got it. You were never really here, by the way. Yes, oh, you never really here. It's just incredible. Yeah. I already know Ewan's uh, opinion on this, but Lachlan, <laughs> what did you think of Joaquin's uh, acceptance speech? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> if okay, so if if you were to say the um, <laughs> what was my most nervous moment of the night? It was him walking up and me going, oh, shit, what's he going to say this time? <laughs> like, I think that him using the platform is a great, like, it's it's great, but kind of people, you know, like, think of it, I, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just a, I'm just a 20-year-old guy from Australia. I don't have any opinion on things or, <laughs> no, but like, no, like, I remember, was it 2016 the revenant leo won his first oscar and he dedicated a bit to it to climate change there are i think there's like moments where you know you can really like climate change is a global effort when politicians get up and they talk about uh, sorry not politicians uh, actors or filmmakers get up and they talk about politics i think that that's a very subjective to you know america most of the time they'll be like oh fuck trump or things like that i think issues like that they should stay out of the oscars Every every film's political. There's no doubt about that. It doesn't matter if you put it in there purposefully or you know subconsciously. You make your film political. Either way, there's still political side. That's just the way politics works now. Look at look at the Joker. Like politicians were going crazy about that film. When it comes to acceptance speeches, he was talking about climate change um, as well as inclusivity um, and equality. Those are very important issues. But I think like the one I really side to is the more of the global effort ones because again i think i I said this really early on i can't remember if i said it in the first episode when we talked about the oscars but this was the year of international film and this is the year that the world opened up to international film and it's so obvious because parasite won four um four oscars if we keep showing at oscar ceremonies that you know actors only care about issues in america and not the world, you know, what happened if Bong Joon-ho jumped up and was like, um, yeah, so... So North Korea, guys. Yeah, (laughs) North North Korea is pretty fucked. I guess it's kind of an American issue as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, like no one would be like, yeah, well, we get that, but, like, racism? So, I don't know, like, um, I I don't want to go on a rant rant about it, but, like, I think that accepted speeches can be hit or miss, and I think that uh, most of his have been pretty... Uh, hit on what they've been about. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that. I I thought that uh, the one right after with Sene, uh Renee Zellweger was kind of rambling, and he was rambling as well. But he was just obviously like 
just an anxiety induced yes. mess in a way. Um, but I, I really liked what he had. Like, I don't know. I just like him as, as a person and what, what he stands mm. for. Um, he's, he's my vegan boy up there, uh, <laughs> which I kind of, I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny when he started calling out the dairy industry as well. Um, but yeah. I mean, I, I, I really liked it. And does it, does, that, does that my, that did I answer your question, by the way? Did I answer it correctly? Like, did you, do you understand my point of view? I mean, there's no correct answer. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I thought it was very kind of cute. That sounds so wrong. I know. Like I have anxiety issues myself. So it was kind of like nice to see that not every actor is that like courageous and like, good with crowds yeah Brad i mean rapid hates it as well yeah and he, and he was <laughs> <Rap> it. <laughs> he was he was up there and people started clapping he was like no don't he was like stop it don't yeah. and he wanted to keep talking and then he went on to the dairy industry and i was on i was on my sofa like oh god oh no this is not good <laughs> well i mean dioscos actually went then vegan this year i think who dioscos mm. they did they just they did a plant-based meal oh wow yeah yeah, I like That's that. actually good. Yeah, invite me, please. I, I can go. Um, I mean, yeah. like, on the topic of veganism, I... I no, 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 no. I support it, but... <laughs> Let's just not get into it. Like, just a short comment for me. It's a privileged thing. Yeah. Not everyone can be vegan, but nice try, I guess. <laughs> I'm literally yeah. going to have a lamb chops after this. I'm I'm oh, so God, excited for dinner. <laughs> We're not going to have any vegan listeners if you say that. Uh, well, still, no, no, we want those. <laughs> the ones that get enraged and leave, like, angry reviews. Oh, yeah, at least perfect. we have reviews. But, <laughs> no, actually, there was another moment uh, at the ceremony, um, because there was a long speech from Joaquin Phoenix that was a rambling, way too long speech from René Zellweger. And then after, like, one person was talking in Parasite, they were, like, <laughs> going yeah. out with the camera. And you could see, I think, Tom Hanks and Charlize Theron just going, like, no, just waving yes, their hands. Yes, just yes. like, no, get the camera back down, which I thought was a nice moment as well. And um, they, get, they got to spend a little bit more time on stage uh, so talking nice. about the film. Yeah, It was so nice of them. So the last thing we're going to talk about today is uh, possible changes for next year's ceremonies like if you had the power to change anything in like categories or like hosts no host or structurally um yeah do you got any suggestions for the academy get a host just get a, get a fucking host, host. <laughs> jesus like it was <laughs> it was kind of like like stupid to watch there's one person that comes on stage he introduces someone else and then the second person comes up, introduces someone else, and it just keeps going, and it's just a bunch of introducing, and like, hi, I'm Callie, this is Ewan, Ewan comes up, and Ewan's like, hi, I'm Ewan, this is Lachlan, and so on. It's, ah, <laughs> uh, just get a host. It's There's like, so much uh, room for jokes. Cooks. Yeah. Too many cooks. <laughs> there, there, should be, there, should be, there should be like a montage uh, star for the Oscars that's just too many cooks. Yeah, yeah that'd be funny. Um yeah. Like Ricky I mean, Gervais, just common... get Ricky Gervais, please. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the Oscars, the Oscars like like Golden Globes, he can do that, but but not um Take a risk. I don't think he can do. Do it. Take a risk. Well, I mean, I we haven't not talked about talked about the ratings yet, but it was actually another like 6 million down from last year. So like oh, last year was like almost 30 million viewers and now it was like down to 23.6. 
Maybe it was just which a really is, busy it's Sunday. just American, I guess. And I don't know how if they take into account the, like the amount of people that are just streaming it. I don't know, some way illegally or whatever. Or but it's definitely down. Like there's l- less interest in it. Like where where is this number from? Is it just ABC or is it all of the like TV? Well, the numbers I like, got from were from Variety. Uh, I don't know where they got the numbers okay. from, but it was it, it's taken out of uh, the U.S. households and the percentage mm-hmm. of people that are like watching it as well, uh, which. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of hard because then you don't know how many people are watching it on a TV. Was it actually. was it sorry? Was it That's only in the US? Those numbers? Yeah, that, those were just US numbers. Or you know, it'd be really interesting to see the number of South Korean viewers from last year to this year. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be really fun actually. Yeah, that would like I'd I mean wonder... it's still a pretty high number. Oh yeah, I bet. Um, no, that's that's re- I'd I'd really like to see the numbers of international viewership. Uh, yeah. in comparison because it could be going down in America like you know Americans are very picky people you know why watch the Oscars when you could watch uh, a rewatch of The Office like it's it's. Exactly, I'd rather watch yeah. The Office sometimes because <laughs> some, sometimes I was falling asleep <laughs> like my girlfriend was literally falling asleep when we were watching The Oscars so it's you know there's they could there's a lot of room for improvement you know you want to know my biggest you know what I would do if I was hosting The Oscars I would do an opening like, um, oh, fuck, his name's gone from my head. <laughs> oh, Neil Patrick Harris, that's it, from the Tonys. Oh Do one God. of those. <laughs> Neil Patrick yeah. Harris, opening from him, just like a rendition of, like, the really big one that he did with, like, all of the huge, uh, uh what's it called, Broadway plays and musicals, yeah. just all of the huge like actors and actresses yeah. doing stuff. Like I remember Hugh Jackman did like a theater one a couple years ago, uh, probably mm-hmm. like 10 years ago now. He did like a theater when he was hosting the Oscars, I think. Um, Like something like that, like have fun with it. Like I wouldn't mind more funny stuff like what Rebel Wilson and uh, James Corden did. Like that was fun. They were poking fun of themselves. They were mm-hmm. they were also like embracing movies. They weren't just standing there awkwardly being like, "1917 was a great f- technical feat from the great Roger." You know, it's it's just you need to have fun with it, and that's why I think a lot of it is lacking. A lot of fun. Um, like I understand it's like movies are meant to be prestigious, and it's like a the Hollywood elite, but. They just, they're just, they're just people. They want to have fun. Why not just get some strippers and you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> like invite Elton John back every year. Invite Elton John back every year. Yes. Um, yes. You know, invite you know a huge celebrity like Billie Eilish to do another rendition of a song. Yeah. Get uh, Doja Cat to come along. She would be cool. Yes. Um, that would be I'm so great, right? Um, yes. Yeah. You know, just get all. I won't like, be get, watching if Eminem's not back. <laughs> like, they just need to. They just need to learn to have fun. The Oscars need to learn to have fun, yeah. and that's what would improve viewership. If they heard, like, obviously, if they just all of a sudden one year were terrible, did nothing, and then the next year did a lot of fun stuff, no one would know about it. They would watch it a lot online. They'd watch a lot of. Uh, I'm sure, like, there's like the the clip of Billie Eilish, the in memoriam section, has like millions of views from people not watching mm-hmm. it at the Oscars, but then going to watch it. Yeah. If they had things like that, people would probably watch it live the year after. Um, 
and they'd be like the viewership would go up that's that's how you make the oscars fun do fun stuff come on yeah so i i I looked up the number real quick the 33.6 millions it's um it's only the people that look uh, that watch the live tv uh, abc broadcast which was the official broadcast yeah so that does not count every other country like prosieben in germany or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. no Austria it's not the total yeah yeah just to clarify yeah um anything you would change about the categories like uh add a new one have anything changed there <laughs> explain to people what mixing and editing is yeah <laughs> so, i mean there was so there people was, know <laughs> Well, there was a lot of talk about just uh, combining the two. I think that's what the guild is kind of working on. It'd be a smart um, idea. To combining um, it, just like make it one award. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see more uh, more variety in international feature films in terms mm-hmm. of like, like um, you know, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know. It's like they have one category for... Uh, well, a best way of describing it is uh, foreign language films, what it used to be called, um, or is it? Yeah, but like yeah, if they now had it's international sort feature. of yeah, now it's international. If they had more, uh, you know, maybe like a smaller category. It doesn't have to be during the live events, but you know, maybe cut out fucking <laughs> uh, hair and makeup. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> yeah, I um, mean, the, there's like other. Um, Award shows, they do have other, uh, like, um, awards to give, like, um, Best Ensemble, um, which is, yeah, I, I think, is kind of one. an interesting thing. Or, like, Best Cast. Well, yeah, Best Casting Director. And then I, I really liked when uh, Brad Pitt shouted out uh, the stunt. Yeah. Like, the stunt industry that they don't get an Oscar. I think that's the one that's due the most to, but like, get stunt I... people an award. I don't know. You could just, you could do that, but you see, you could do that with almost everything. So you could split hair and makeup up. You could be like best makeup and best hair. You could also do for VFX, you know, best rotoscoping and best I don't know, like well, that's color really grading. You know, you could do you could do that for almost yes, all actually, of them. yeah, no, there's the, no, there's there's nothing um, when it comes to like the color grading that is awarded, and I think that's a big part of of a film like <laughs> that's one of the things you have to constantly think about like it's it's all about your the tone of the film would you put that under like production design though i don't know uh, it probably come well, under cinema oh probably not under cinematography probably under editing maybe yeah it would probably be editing but editing is usually like the cutting part of editing which yeah. i don't know it's uh it, there's definitely like more awards to give out but i don't think the oscars are willing to like open it up otherwise mm-hmm. it feels like oh yeah you are getting an award and you are getting an award yeah. um but if they like even if they would split up more of like the best picture category into like what other shows do with uh genres um well, i i'm, I'm yeah I, I wouldn't be be a fan of that because then i would think like some things would get excluded from best picture even though uh because it then just a genre film but i mean i don't know if it helps get more horror films into uh, yeah in front of um the academy i mean i don't think it's gonna it's it's helpful to have even more films <laughs> brought in front of them because a lot of them like admit to not even 
watching a lot yeah. of the films that not that are nominated. Um, but yeah. See, um, I would have only one suggestion. So now that Parasite has kind of opened the door for international film a little bit more, uh, what they could do is that instead of just having five international features, they could just open up like a little bit, maybe have seven spaces or even nine, like in Best Picture at the moment. Well, yeah, they do. They in Best Picture they have ten. Usually they um, have ten. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that. That has well, there has been a recent change in it. Like ten years ago, they changed it from like it used to be five yeah. to like ten. But it's it's usually never ten because you need to get a certain amount of vo- votes, and that's why it's it's not ten. Like it, I mm-hmm. I I looked it up because it was so frustrating that, like, I don't know why I don't get a tenth film in there, but it's just like it didn't not get mm-hmm. the amount of votes that it needed. But yeah, I I'm 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 for that. Yeah, bring more mm-hmm. international features into into the academy and in front of like i don't know at least 23 million uh americans <laughs> that are watching at home yeah so uh, yeah. i mean if you're if you're talking about how white the oscars are just open it up for international features you never know what you will what you'll find you know yeah, I mean, a lot of the Oscars, I think, is the audience can identify with those, like, celebrities. Mm-hmm. They really connect with them. And I don't know if it would do anything, like, it would improve viewership at all for them. Uh, I think they they benefit more if they, like, nominated Beyonce or, like, what was it? Taylor? No, not Taylor Swift. It was, like, Beyonce for Spirits in that, that one Lion King song. Like, that's something that would probably... Drive, because Americans go crazy about Beyonce for some yeah. reason. I don't know why. Uh, She's the queen, yeah. man. For some reason. I don't know why. I've never seen her. Maybe because it's fucking Beyonce, Ewan. That's fucking why. Is he? Is he? That's the reasoning. <laughs> that's the level. <laughs> that's the, the, the level of um, arguing. It's just, like, it's Beyonce. Yeah, hey, it's fucking mean? Beyonce. Get with it, man. <laughs> But um, yeah, I think that wraps us up for today for Oscar's talk. Um, yeah. Uh, anything we we forgot? I, I don't think so, right? <laughs> Not really. A <laughs> lot of room for cool. improvement for the Oscars, but you know, they, they get in there. Well, yeah. I mean, we can agree. We can all agree. We're really happy that Parasite took home the most amount of awards and took home the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, that wraps us up for today. Um, if you want to follow us, follow us on your favorite podcast app. Uh, we are now on Apple Podcast, I think. Maybe. Yay, I don't yes, know. We but are. if we are, uh, please rate it. Uh, give us five stars, please. It helps us out a lot. Um, you can follow us on our social media, they are linked below. You can email us on quietonsetpodcast at yahoo.com. And uh, Twitter is set underscore quiet. And uh, Instagram is um, quiet on set podcast. Is that right? Yes. Yes. I got it all right. Okay. Hell cool. yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess until next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody.